Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. I decided to add something new to the podcast. As you know, I'm a newbie and I'm trying to make sure I get information out to the people on subjects that we should be really interested in. And I came across a couple of things on social media and I really wanted to play a few things that I think is very important. So one of the things I want to play is uh, Cardi B talking about police brutality, COVID-19, and the 2020 election. And since she has such a, a large follower, I was hoping that this would get the word out to the young people and have them really think about what it means right now to vote in the 2020 election. So enjoy. And as I said, this is courtesy of social media, YouTube. Thank you. Oh, snap. How you doing? Hi, buddy. How are you? How are you? The name's Joe. Well, I love you, Joe. Uh, As a matter of fact, why don't you meet my daughter? The love of my life, the life of my love. She's a fan of yours. Hi, how are you? This is Ashley. Good, how are you doing? You know the nickname she gave her father when she was growing up? She called me Joey B. So we may be related or something. Yeah, Cardi B and Joey B. I feel so crazy because I feel like I'm a little bit late. But Biden, let me tell you something. When you have kids my age, uh, like the one my age, two years old, your schedule never go as planned. You know what I'm saying? I, I, You're telling I'm me? I got four kids, five grandkids. Come on. I'm an expert. I understand about kids. The most important thing in the world, they come first. Yes, definitely. Oh, wait. I can't come first. There you go. Keep it that way. <laughs> so, Joe, I heard you got some questions for me. Oh, I do have some questions for you. First of all, I want to congratulate you. The cover of, well, I tell you, that's pretty good. That's pretty big time. Number one, doesn't surprise me you're on the cover. But number two, yes. thanks for your generosity dealing with people who are suffering from COVID. We, uh, you know, this is, there's so many people who needlessly are, in trouble, who were needlessly have died when they didn't have to, if we had taken the precautions we needed to. And thank you. You have a generous heart. You have a generous heart. And what, what I wanted to know was, tell me what what's your main interest in terms of in this election? I have a whole list of things that I want and I wish and I desire uh, for our next president to do for us. Well, first and first. Let me give it a buck. I just want Trump out. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like his mouth gets us in trouble so much. I don't want to be be lied to. I don't I don't want that, like, you know, we're dealing with a pandemic right now, right? And I just want answers. I wanna know when this is over. Like, you know, I wanna go back to my job. I wanna I wanna be able to go outside. I wanna be able not to feel like I'm trapped in my home. And but I don't want somebody to lie to me and tell me that it's okay to go outside. It's okay not to wear a mask. That everything is going to be okay. No, I want like a, a timeline of when things are going to get better. I I want a president to tell me what are the steps for us to get better. Besides, um, you know, uh, taking pre, uh, precautions like with our masks and quarantining. I need somebody to tell me like. 
This is going to be over when we find this cure. This is why it's taking so long. This is why other countries are doing better than ours when it comes to this pandemic. I need somebody to tell me the truth, the hardcore truth. And also, I, of course, want free Medicare. And this is why it's important to have free Medicare because look, look what's happening right now. You see why we should have been happy Medicare for a long time. I, of course, think that we need a free college education. That's second. And I want black people to stop getting killed. And no justice for it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I just want more stricter laws that is fair to black citizens. And, you know, it's fair for cops, too. If you kill somebody that is that doesn't have a weapon on them, you go to jail. You know what? If I kill somebody, I got to go to jail. You got to go to jail too. That's what I want. And it's so sad that a pandemic have, has to happen so people could open their eyes on seeing what type of person are they dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like you're really confusing the people. Like, one day you're telling them that this is nothing, that people need to stop getting tested because they're going to get it anyways. Next thing you know, you have a, a mask in your face, and you're really playing games, not with us, not the votes. You're playing, you're playing games with the people that support you. All of this has to happen, this this crazy stuff that has to happen, so they can open their, app, their, their eyes for the past four years. Well, it doesn't have to happen. For example, in 2016, if 18 to 23 or four-year-olds have voted in the same percentage as the rest of the population, we would have had Hillary Clinton, not him. The vote matters. That's why you keep talking to people about the need to vote. The vote yes. matters. It matters a yes. great deal. And so we got to take, we, look, the, the generation, your generation and the young millennials beyond that, they can own this. They can own this outcome. And they can own what happens in the next election. They are the ones that can change things dramatically if they show up and vote. Tell me what your fans most say to you when they communicate with you online. What, what are they most concerned about? Obviously, free, free uh, college education, free Medicare, especially now that, you know, People are just getting sick left to right, left to right. And that's why I keep telling people because sometimes people have problems in their community. They just wonder, like, for example, a lot of after-school programs that I was growing up with, there's no after-school programs a lot anymore in my hood. That's right. And Nowhere. it's like people are just wondering why, why, why is that? Because people don't want to pay the taxes for it. And that's why this whole thing about government's bad has been such a, a, a downer for the things that really matter to you and me. I was doing very well as a single dad when my wife and daughter got killed. And I had I had two boys that survived that accident. I didn't have the money to have someone take care of my kids. Thank God I had my sister, my brother, and my mother who helped me. My sister moved in with me with she and her husband. But look at all the people who don't have that kind of help. And you want to know something, talking to you, you know, I, I'm always so focused on Medicare and, and college education. And I never really thought about how important important is child care. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I feel like nobody's more motivated than a mom. Nobody want to go and hustle out there and get that money for the kid. Once you become a mom, you changed. 
completely. Your mindset, your mindset changed completely. But it's like, how are you supposed to do that when you probably don't have a babysitter for your kid? And I'm, I'm like, fortunately for me, I'm able to, you know, have my mom take care of my child. But a lot of people, like, it's like their mom cannot retire and take care of their kids. Like, their mom exactly has to work right. too. One of the things that, that I admire about you is you keep talking about what I call equity, just decency, fairness, treating people with respect. John Lewis used to say, the vote is the most powerful nonviolent tool you have. Use the power to change for the change you want by voting. Look, I'm a lot older than you to state the obvious. When I was in, in high school, the, what happened was we had the civil rights movement just be started. And what happened? Along came Bull Connor and his dogs. He thought he was going to drive a wooden stake into the heart of the civil rights movement. But when all those folks who never realized, never saw before what was happening in the South, they lived in places where there were very few black people, didn't know any black people. All of a sudden they saw Bull Connor with dogs ripping off the clothes of black women, elderly women going to church, and kids being knocked down with fire hoses and their skin being ripped off. All of a sudden, as Dr. King said, we had the second emancipation. We had the Voting Rights Act and we had the Civil Rights Act. It changed things because people said, oh my God, that's happening. I think I heard you say somewhere along the line what I've been saying. This cell phone has changed America because what happens now? We're at a point where some brave kid, 15 years old, can stand there and for, for a total of eight minutes and 46 seconds take a photograph of a black man whose family I know and met with and understand and spent time with and watched him brutally murder, brutally murder. And people around the world were saying, my God, it really happens because I'm not in a neighborhood like that. I don't come from a place. And now guess what? They're demanding change. Like people, we're not asking for sympathy. We're not asking for charity. We are just asking for equality. That's we it. Are fairness and we are asking for justice that is all i feel like um everything everything that people are asking for is getting interpreted in a very different way no it's simple we just want justice that's all we want justice we want to feel like americans we want equality treat me people with respect want, yes with respect respect that's where i think you're seeing a real to look i have a friend who is a congressman in Mississippi, Benny Thompson, and a very well-known congressman, an African-American. He called me two weeks ago. He said, Joe, Joe, I just came from a, 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 a protest in Mississippi. He said, and I looked out there, there was thousands, I forget how many people. He said, there was, many, there was many white kids marching as black kids. This is Mississippi, Joe. Things are changing, Joe. The reason I'm so optimistic is because of your generation. You're the smartest the best educated, the least prejudiced, and the most engaged generation in American history. And you're gonna change things. You're gonna change them. You're the reason I have such incredible hope. I really mean it. I'm not being trying to be nice. It's a fact. That's what's gonna change things. The rest of the world's always looked to us. Why have they looked to us? Not because we're so powerful, but the power of our example. Look what you're seeing now with this president. He's literally promoting hatred, promoting prejudice, promoting racism, talking about protecting the Confederate flag when Mississippi takes it off their flag and he's defending it. 
He's talking about stats. I mean, what, this is all about, all about the game of making people hate each other because that's how he wins, by dividing us. You're going to change it. Your generation is changing. You already are doing it. The new generation, my fans, my people, it's like, this is why we have to go out and vote. I know that um, the young generation right now with social media, we are just so eager to make money, to to look a certain type of way, to have style, um, celebrity gossip. And it's like, why don't we make a change for real and just vote? And in the primaries, they kept saying, well, you know, there's not that many people voting. Biden's not going to excite anybody. We have the largest turnout in the primaries ever. People are ready. They're ready. And they know we can change it. But look, there's a lot. But we, we really rely on people like you. And let me tell you something. I've, the American people have never, ever, ever let their country down, given half a chance. Never. And they've been battered by corporate America. They've been battered by this president particularly, and the way in which he's able to continue to divide it, he appeals to the outright prejudice of some of those in that community that don't have any money, and he just appeals to their prejudice. He spews hate. we got to stop it. Prejudice is just awful dangerous. Like, it could be a start of a civil war. It makes people feel uncomfortable around different people. Nobody wants to feel targeted. Nobody wants animosity. We just want the best for us. Everybody wants the best for themselves, the future, and the safe people. I don't, I don't, I don't want to live to tell my kids like you have to be careful going to the store. Don't wear this, this certain type of clothes. Don't wear a mask. Don't wear a hoodie. Um, please, don't, don't, don't get um stop. We don't want that, and and I don't want to feel a certain type of hate, a certain type of animosity for a different race because I feel like they they get it easier than us. I don't want to feel like that. Nobody wants to feel like that. But I guess like why why can't we just work with each other? Why and and, and you know and racism always have have existed. But I feel like right now there's just a lot of tension. And, yeah. and we need somebody to clean that. I'm well, just so tired of it. Well, I don't want to you know the country's been warning. What you're finding now is the vast majority of the American people understand what's going on. My mom used to have an expression. She said, Joey, the greatest virtue of all is courage. Because without courage, you couldn't love with abandon. And without courage, none of the other virtues would exist. It's time for some courage. And you're exercising it. You and other people of your stature who have millions of people who look to you, you're exercising courage. It's not easy for you to do. Because you're going to get a lot of flack for the kinds of things you say. But you have the courage to stand up and say, now's the time. By the way, we're going to have, if I get elected president, free college education for four years of college, flat out. Anybody with a family less than 125 grand, you're going to get a free education. Everybody gets free education for, for, for uh, uh, community college. Everybody wants to go on and become, a, become an apprentice, free. Let me tell you about my college experience, right? Yep. Um, you know, I'm from New York, so when you're in high school and or middle school, they give you a, a free metro car so you could travel for you to be able to go to your school. And of course, they give they gave me free lunch. When I was in college, I had to get a job because I really needed five dollars every single day to be able to go from Wash 
Chinton Heights to Chambers Street. And then I had to feed myself. Sometimes I had to wait. I had to wait from 1 p.m. all the way to 9 p.m. That's that's my, my schedule to get home so I could be able to eat. Because that whole time right there, I couldn't afford to go to McDonald's. I couldn't afford to go to any restaurants around Chambers Street on my break. And, the, and, and you have to pay for lunch, the school lunch there. So I was just starving and I was, I just felt so discouraged. So I just feel like that is so important, like to finance students while they're in college because they get really discouraged. That's what people want to know. People want to know, can you provide college education, this Medicare plan, without a big chunk of taxes coming out of our check? The way we can pay for all of this is doing practical things, like making sure that no corporation making a profit should pay less than 15% tax on their profit. None. Zero. Everybody has to pay their fair share. Thank you for your willingness to, to help. I promise I, I'll, I'll make mistakes as president, but I'll admit to the mistakes I make, and you're never going to have to wonder whether I'll keep my word. All right. Thank you. I would like to see you. Just check me out. I've never broken my word. Anything I've said I was going to do. Never in my life. Well, everyone, I'm not sure if Joe Biden's going to break his word or not, but we shall see. So I just wanted to play that for the young people who are big fans of Cardi B and hope that her words were encouraging for you. All right, everyone. I'd like to end my podcast always with my favorite question. What do you have to say? Give us a call at 404-855-7723 and follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A for Advocacy, capital L for Ladies. And if you want to just send me an email, send me an email in all small letters at podcasthost, shaypate19 at gmail.com. That's P-O-D. C-A-S-T-H-O-S-T-S-H-A-P-T-A-1-9 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.